This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro, Channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn, Radio Romania International 1, and in Europe via satellite Utilsat 16A on 11,512 MHz, vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east. We wish you good reception conditions. Welcome, I'm Mihaela Ignatescu with the news, the headlines. After representing Romania at the summit in Spain, President Klaus Johannes will pay a formal visit to Portugal at the invitation of his counterpart Marcelo Rebelo de Sousa. And the Romanian Central Bank has decided to maintain the monetary policy interest rate at 7%, a level that has stayed unchanged since January. Dozens of European heads of state and government are participating in the third meeting of the European political community, which continues today in the Spanish city of Granada. Among those present are representatives of EU member states, including the Romanian president Klaus Johannes, but also leaders of countries with European aspirations, including the presidents of the Republic of Moldova, Maya Sandu, and of Ukraine, Volodymyr Zelensky. Energy, cybersecurity, military security, migration and climate change are among the topics addressed. Regarding a new enlargement of the EU, those present agreed that a formula must be found to bring the countries of the Balkans and Eastern Europe into the European family, but only after a reform of the functioning of the Union. In this context, according to President Johannes, the advancement of deadlines for enlargement is unrealistic. After representing Romania at the high-level meetings in Spain, President Klaus Johannes will pay a state visit to Portugal until Monday, at the invitation of his counterpart, Marcelo Rebelo de Sousa. According to the presidential administration, the visit will begin with the participation of President Johannes as a special guest in the anniversary meeting of the Arayolos Group, hosted by the President of the Portuguese Republic, which will take place on Friday in Porto. The group meeting marks 20 years since the initiation of this informal platform for consultation at presidential level between 16 states of the European Union. The head of state will deliver, as the main speaker, a presentation focused on the challenges faced by the European Union in the context of Russia's aggression against Ukraine, the necessary measures to continue the multidimensional support for Ukraine, and ensuring the unity of European and Euro-Atlantic positions in addressing the security effects of the war. 
On Saturday, President Johannes will be received by his Portuguese counterpart in Lisbon. The field of defense is one of the key components of bilateral cooperation with the aim of strengthening allied defense on NATO's eastern flank. A result of this cooperation being the participation of Portugal with a contingent of ground forces in the multinational NATO brigade in Romania the presidential administration has stressed. On the sidelines of the state visit, bilateral documents will be signed in the field of energy, investment and trade. In another move, Klaus Johannes will pay an official visit to Hungary on Wednesday, where he will talk with his Hungarian counterpart Katalin Novak. The National Bank of Romania has decided to maintain the monetary policy interest rate at 7% per year, a value that has remained unchanged since January. The Board of Directors of the National Bank also kept unchanged the interest at which commercial banks can borrow from the central bank and the interest they receive when they keep money in deposits established at the central bank. According to the new assessment of the bank, the annual inflation rate will continue to decrease until the end of the current year. Starting next year, however, inflation will be influenced by the existence of major risks arising from the new fiscal budgetary measures adopted by the government and the degree of absorption of European funds, as well as the war in neighboring Ukraine and economic developments below expectations from Europe. That was the news from Bucharest Radio Romania International, and now an important announcement for our listeners. Dear friends, the Radio Romania Board of Administrators decided to temporarily suspend the use of two out of the five Radiocom shortwave transmitters that ensure the broadcast of Radio Romania International's programs because of budget cuts. The RRI programs in English are affected. All of them may be received on only one frequency instead of two as of August the 1st. The frequencies, as well as any other prospective changes operated by Radiocom for to reception monitoring and to your feedback on reception quality will be announced in our broadcasts on our webpage and on Facebook. We invite you to follow RRI's programs online at rri.ro, including On Demand, on SoundCloud, on Android and iOS apps, via TuneIn and via Satellite. You can find more details on our homepage. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn and Spotify. It is very important for Ukraine and Moldova to take quick steps towards European Union integration, President Klaus Johannes said in Spain. I'm Elena Enake with more on this topic in a report by Roxana Vasile. The European Union is the result of an ever-evolving integration and enlargement process. After the establishment in 1951 by six countries of the European Coal and Steel Community, the forerunner of today's European Union, there were several enlargement waves. Those in 1973, 1981, 1986, 1995 and 2004 were followed in 2007 by the wave that included Romania and Bulgaria and by another one in 2013. The 2013 enlargement was the last one in a decade. In 2020, the EU lost one of its members, Britain, following the famous Brexit, which left the European bloc with only 27 members. 
In order to join the European Union, candidates must prove that they are able to fully assume the role of members of the Union, which is to rigorously fulfill all the accession criteria. In other words, the enlargement policy involves an often difficult process, but which in the end should bring benefits to both parties, the candidates and the European Union. The EU leaders discussed this weekend in Granada, Spain, about the perspectives of EU enlargement. Romania, represented by President Klaus Johannes, supports the accession process of the neighboring Republic of Moldova and Ukraine, as well as that of the countries in the Balkans. Nevertheless, it believes it would be unrealistic to advance deadlines for enlargement. Klaus Johannes. Dacă se va face un pas hotărât în ce privește Ucraina sau Moldova, nu se va decide mâine. Sunt discuții care Taking a decisive step as regards Ukraine or Moldova will not be decided tomorrow. There are talks that will lead to a strategic agenda for the coming years. For me personally and for us in Romania, it is obviously very important that Ukraine and Moldova take quick steps towards European integration which is why we conducted a very strong lobbying. That was President Klaus Johannes. As many as five West Balkan states have candidate status at present and, in some cases, have initiated accession negotiations. These states are Albania, Bosnia and Herzegovina, North Macedonia, Montenegro and Serbia. Let's not forget Turkey, which also wants to be part of the Union. Kosovo, whose independence is recognized only by some of the EU states, applied for membership in 2022. In Eastern Europe, the Republic of Moldova and Ukraine received the status of candidate countries in 2022. Georgia also hopes to receive it. Chisinau and Kiev would like the accession negotiations to begin as soon as possible. And the European Parliament has just passed a resolution asking the Commission to start these procedures with the Republic of Moldova sooner. Experts say the inflation rate could slow down over the coming months, although its rampant growth might resume next year. Find out more in this commentary by Bogdan Matei. The annual inflation rate will continue to drop in Romania by the end of 2023, although its evolution will be impacted by the fiscal measures the government plans to introduce to compensate budget losses, central bank officials say. On Thursday, the bank decided to maintain the monetary policy reference interest rate at 7% per year, the same as in January. According to experts, the decision had been anticipated by most financial operators, as the inflation rate seems to slow down its growth much later than anticipated. On the other hand, economic growth also slowed down significantly in recent months. According to the latest estimates, the annual inflation rate will, however, continue to grow by the end of 2023. The reasons behind this trend have to do with a drop in stock market prices for certain products, the bumper crop this year and the temporary cap on the added value tax on basic foodstuffs. The central bank, however, warns that 2024 will bring uncertainty and major risks with respect to the evolution of the inflation rate, 
all related to the package of fiscal measures the government wants to implement in order to consolidate the public budget. Other determining factors include future policies impacting taxation and revenues, which could translate into short-term effects. Economic analyst Adrian Kodirlashu has told Radio Romania that deflation will continue, although at a slower pace than originally expected. In the first quarter of 2024, we might witness a research of inflation, followed again by a downward trend, the Romanian expert believes. Adrian Kodirlashu expects the government's fiscal measures to produce market-wide shocks, as excise duties will go up, in addition to the VAT for certain consumer products. Oil prices have also gone up, triggering an increase in fuel prices. The introduction of new taxes on profits will likely determine price hikes across the board. Finally, Adrian Kodirlashu argues the national minimum wage will go up, which will generate additional costs for companies and price hikes. Certain bank experts say the war in neighboring Ukraine, the subpar economic growth in Europe and Romania's low level of absorption of EU funds generate additional uncertainty and risks and impact the evolution of the inflation rate in the medium term. We recall that the head of the IMF mission to Romania said at the end of his visit to Bucharest that Russia's war in Ukraine, the shrinking of economic activities in Europe and the whole world would inevitably lead to a slowdown of economic growth in Romania as well. And that has wrapped up our newscast. Next in this program is Song of the Day. Listen to Roxanne with Infinity. Privești, să vezi ce e în mine Îmi pare rău când tac în loc Să spun ceva ce bine Te rog să înțelegi durerea mea Că și tu ai imperfecțiunea ta La noi nu e cu punct Când tot în jur ne leagă La noi atât de sigur Că nici astrele nu neagă Să lupt pentru noi îmi este ușor Trece peste orice, nu peste dor Și nu s-au inventat cuvinte Sau poate că nu le știu eu Dar poate că priviri timide Vorbesc deja în locul meu Nu s-au inventat cuvinte Sau poate că nu le-am găsit Te vreau cum ești, nu vreau să te schimb Știu că 
sunt uneori Un soare întoi un nopții Dar alte ori se mai aprind Vulcanii de emoții E farme când tot haosul și zic Că nici tu nu l-ai dat pentru nimic Și nu listening to Radio Romania International. The future starts today. Welcome everyone, I'm Vlad Palku. Close to Romania's borders, Russia's war in Ukraine shows no signs of ending anytime soon. Russian attacks using suicide drones, more often than not delivered by Iran, are carried out every night, and fragments from these drones often end up on Romanian territory as well. It is clear to everyone that in the near future, Moscow is unlikely to stop its attacks, targeting ports on the Danube in particular and designed to destroy port infrastructure. The reason is just as simple to grasp. Russia wants to hamper the export of Ukrainian grain, which is Ukraine's main source of income right now. George Skutaru, the director of New Strategy Center, told us more. Russia is turning Ukrainian grain into a weapon. Russia wants to create instability in Africa and displace a new wave of refugee towards Europe in order to create additional pressure by turning grain into a weapon. Ukraine's revenues right now are first and foremost reliant on grain exports. 85% of Ukrainian grain exports to global markets transit Romania. Russia wants to stifle the Ukrainian economy and replace its contribution to global grain markets, thus depriving this country of the necessary resources for the war effort. This is also the reason behind the daily shelling of port infrastructure, and we can see how aggressive Russian can be in terms of bombing certain targets, certain Ukrainian ports such as Ren, Ismail or Kilia, close to Romania's borders, George Skutaru. Western support for Ukraine has been made clear ever since the start of the Russian aggression and has translated into sustained deliveries of weapons and assistance, George Skutaru also told Radio Romania. This is not a war pitting just the Russian Federation against Ukraine. It is basically a war between autocracy and democracy. A defeat for Ukraine would spell the defeat of every country that supports Ukraine. And obviously such a perspective would encourage countries such as Iran, North Korea and China 
to become more assertive on the global stage. For this reason, it is essential that Romanians understand why we have to provide this support to Ukraine. And let me be clear, the alternative would be that Romania cuts its support partly or totally, and as a result the Russians would control the Danube or, God forbid, the Prut. So Romania has no choice, despite all the conflicts and differences we've had with Ukrainians in the last 30 years. It is better for us to have an independent, democratic country as our neighbor instead of the Russians, a country anchored in NATO and the EU. By supporting Ukraine, it is also important for us to make sure the Republic of Moldova also preserves its independence. Therefore, here is one direct consequence for Romania, George Scutaru. We cannot remain passive or neutral. We are siding with a country that has been attacked, and our passivity or neutrality would encourage the aggressor to carry further their diabolical plan of occupying a free country. Sooner or later the war will end, and we need to know what the region would look like post-conflict, George Scutaru went on to say. If Russia is condemned by international courts of law, Ukraine might get access to the Russian Federation's frozen assets in a number of Western states. We're talking about over 320 billion that might be channeled in the reconstruction of Ukraine, alongside donations from independent countries or sources. This is a big part of the future reconstruction of Ukraine. And I would like to point out the following fact. As Ukraine's neighbor, Romania should not miss the important opportunity of playing an important role in the reconstruction process. We are part of NATO, and global companies with an interest of getting involved in the reconstruction of Ukraine could locate part of their activity in Romania. We are also close to Odessa, Mykolaiv, Kherson, which were all hit hard in the war. And starting 2027, Romania could become the EU's biggest gas producer, as exploitation works will start in the Black Sea. So we will also have the necessary energy reserves. George Scutaru. For the time being, we need to be aware the war will not be over soon. There is no sign any of the belligerents are willing to end the war in the coming months, and there is still heavy fighting on the front line, as Ukraine tries to break past Russia's defenses. Putin too wants the war to continue, George Scutaru believes. Over the coming period, Russia will try to undermine support for Ukraine. Romania and other states in the EU, the USA, will host elections, and Russia has always tried to interfere with the election process. It will try to double its efforts in order to cut back on support for Ukraine. In the end, I am confident that if democratic countries stick together and continue to deliver military, financial, economic and political assistance to Kyiv, Ukraine will prevail. The other option is to see a dictatorship defeating a coalition of democratic states, says George Scutaru, the director of New Strategy Center. And this has been all in The Future Starts Today.
This is Radio Romania International. Cultural event. Welcome to Cultural Event with me, Eugen Nasta. The Crop, a Recolta in Romanian book fair, kick-started on September the 30th, 2023, at the Seneca Anti-Cafe bookshop in Bucharest. Its slogan is, We harvest at one fell swoop the books, the people and the good deeds. Until October the 8th, children and their families are expected to attend a string of events that revolves around books, book launches, meetings with authors and book illustration workshops. This is not the maiden edition of a unique book fair, which seeks to whet and stimulate the appetite for reading, but also to get parents come closer to their children. With details on that, here is the coordinator of the project, Valentina Bucu. It's an edition of summer, dedicated to children, It is an autumn edition dedicated to the books for children, but also to parents. We plan to meet twice a year at the Seneca Anti-Cafe bookshop, around two fairs. In spring, the fair plants, while in autumn, we see what crop of good books we have harvested throughout the year. And this year, there is a special edition, meaning that we have diversified the program. We have writers as guests, but also book illustrators, people who are willing to come and have a chat with the readers, be they adults or little children, or teenagers, broaching philosophy, but also astronomy topics. And the program we have, like I said, is diversified on weekdays, but mainly at the weekend. And this autumn, the program is indeed diverse, apart from the creative workshops. Among other things, the bookcases have been prepared, a selection of quality titles with discounts, special presentations, a philosophical discussion with Laurentius Staiku about his book Socrates in Genes, and a meeting with astronomer Adrian Shonka, who also launches the volume The Exotic Universe, a book of astronomic records, and The Shadow Theatre. All these are dedicated both to children and the parents, who thus succeed to spend some time in the universe of the little and that of the adolescents. Valentina Bucu once again. We want parents to hang around their children and to discover what titles attract them. Furthermore, we wanted to diversify the adult public as well. As part of the next edition, we might set up debates focusing on books for adults. In this edition's offer, there also are books with a discount for adults, yet we laid our emphasis, indeed, on the meetings between the little readers and the more mature readers and the authors. Furthermore, the Crop Book Fair is also an opportunity for visitors to have their own initiative regarding reading. So, until October the 8th, parents and children are expected to the Seneca Anti-Cafe Bookshop in Bucharest for a crop of books and interesting discussions in the build-up to the spring edition. Make sure you plan properly. And that was Cultural Event.
next in this program sports welcome to sports weekend with me Eugen Nastam the world gymnastic championships will come to a close in belgium's antwerp apparatus species finals are scheduled on saturday and sunday Sabrina Voina will represent Romania in the women's floor finals on Sunday. Sabrina was granted the eighth best mark in the qualifiers. Following a 12-year gap, the World Championships in Belgium have enabled Romania's national women's team to qualify to the 2024 edition of the Olympic Games in Paris. We recall that the London Olympics were the last games the Romanian gymnastics team took part in in the nation's competition. Back then, the team walked away with the bronze medals. Also securing his qualification to the Olympic Games in Paris was André Montan. André came in 30th as part of men's individual all-around event qualifiers. As part of the ongoing World Rugby Cup in France in Lille on Sunday, Romania plays its last fixture, taking on the team of Tonga State. In Group B, Romania and Tonga are at the bottom of the table with no point on their record sheet. Top of the table is South Africa, followed by Ireland and Scotland. We recall that two years ago, Romania defeated Tonga in Bucharest, 32-20. to In news from men's basketball, this coming Saturday, CS Voluntari play a home game against UBT Cluj-Napoca as part of Men's National Basketball League. After two rounds, CS Voluntari are at the top of the table in Group A. UBT Cluj-Napoca have recently defeated the finalist of the 2022 Euro Cup, Turk Telecom Ankara, 80-71. This coming weekend will see matches being played, counting towards the Romanian Football Super League's 12th round. On Friday, FC Ukraeva 1948 play FC Hermannstad in Sibiu, while Rapid Bucharest take on Poliash. On Saturday, Imploesh, the local site patrol, face Utarad, while FC Voluntari play a home game against Universitata Craiova. Also on home turf, FC Botoshan go against FCSB. On Sunday, the newly promoted Ocelur Galatz play a home game against defending champions Farul Constanza. In Bucharest, Dinamo are pitted against CFR Cluj. The 12th round's last fixture is scheduled this coming Monday, with Universitata Cluj taking on Shepsis Sfantu Gheorghe. FCSB continue to be at the top of the table in the Super League, and that's all from Sports Today. You can also access our sports items at rri.io and on Facebook. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Welcome to Music Highlights, I'm Eugen Nasta. Today we pay tribute to one of the greatest musicians Romania has ever had, the violinist Jon Voicum. We begin with an excerpt from the first part of the Concerto No. 2 in A Major for Violin and Orchestra by Johann Sebastian Bach. The worldly acclaimed violinist Jon Voicu is accompanied by the Bucharest Chamber Orchestra, conducted by his own son, Adeline Voicu.
Next up in the program, here's an excerpt from Humoresca by Andonin Dvořák with Jon Vojk on the violin and Mariana Capdebo on the piano. Thank you. 
We end music highlights today with an excerpt from the third and the last part of Sonata Opus 46 for violin and piano by Mikhail Jora, where Ion Voikum is accompanied by pianist Ferdinand Weiss. Living Romania. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Coming up next, Through the Looking Glass. Hello and welcome to a new edition of Through the Looking Glass. I'm Elena Enake. Today we will take a look at how Romania stands in terms of mental health. Stay tuned. Positive mental health is crucial in today's world, as it profoundly influences every aspect of our lives. Mental health can impact our thoughts, actions and interactions, and it also empowers us to navigate challenges, make informed decisions and build meaningful relationships. Having a positive mental health and treating any poor mental health condition is crucial to stabilizing constructive behaviors, emotions and thoughts. Nurturing mental health doesn't just improve our daily functioning, but it can also help us control some of the physical health problems directly linked to mental health conditions. 
For example, heart disease and stress are related, so managing stress might have a positive outcome on heart disease and promote a healthy lifestyle. A UNICEF report on child and adolescent mental health in Romania, released in September 2022 and drawn up by psychologists Mihai Kopoceanu and Irina Kostake, shows a worrying situation in the country in this respect. In Romania, about 22,000 children and adolescents are living with a mental illness diagnosis, and many others are facing various developmental, emotional or cognitive disorders. According to the report, worldwide an estimated 80 million children aged 10 to 14 and 86 million adolescents aged 15 to 19 have a mental disorder diagnosis. Boys in both age groups are more prone to risk related to mental disorders and therefore more likely to develop a mental disorder. On the other hand, girls go through adolescence facing chronic stress and a lack of life satisfaction and a sense of joy which increases the risk of developing emotional disorders such as depression and anxiety as adults. The mental health problems of children and adolescents have an impact on many aspects of their lives. Besides social stigma and discrimination, in some cases they are at risk of unhealthy, risky behaviors such as smoking, alcohol and drug use or risky sexual behaviors. Academic performance can also be affected. It is estimated that a much higher number of people with psycho-emotional needs are undiagnosed and consequently do not receive any appropriate mental health treatment and care. In Romania, among the most common mental disorders diagnosed in recent years are conduct disorders, 24.19%, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, 22.65%, anxiety disorders, 19.23%, autism spectrum disorders, 14.47%, depressive episode, 9.14%, Attachment disorders 4.3%, school phobia 3.10%, and eating disorders 2.88%. Some 69% of depressive episodes were reported in the age group over 15 years old, a much bigger share compared to the depressive episode reported in younger ages. Also worrying are the growing rates of other adolescent-specific psychological disorders such as sleep disorders, attention and concentration disorders, as well as internet, video game and social media addiction. Among girls, the rates of disorders such as anorexia and bulimia are on the rise. Romania is on the first places in Europe in terms of mental health impairment in specific contests. That is, teenage pregnancy, underage smoking, suicide under 15 years of age or child exposure to domestic violence. According to the report, in Romania, the absence of reliable information on children's access to specialist healthcare services, but also to psychotherapy, psychological counseling, educational support services and social services, makes it difficult to tailor interventions aimed to reduce the complexity of mental problems. 
the lack of explicit information and inconsistency in reporting up-to-date statistical data on adolescents' mental health also makes it difficult to design cross-sectoral public policies. So the first steps to be taken in dealing with this problem is to conduct prevalence studies on child and adolescents' mental health impairment by age groups, measure child and adolescent well-being in order to design public policies which target not only the absence of mental disease but also the child and adolescent life satisfaction and foster open conversations on child and adolescent mental health and public dialogue so that this topic should no longer be considered taboo and children and adolescents could freely express their thoughts and emotions using age-appropriate language and have their voice heard. Unfortunately, Romanian schools do not have mental health promotion programs, either formal classes or informal activities, and are often faced with a lack of specialists in the field, both within the school and in the community. Most interventions concerning students' mental health are late, often following incidents such as violence, bullying and substance abuse. Preventive measures are limited to presentations for information purposes delivered by professionals occasionally invited by schools. Therefore, implementing measures is vital. Among them are introducing psycho-educational content at each educational level and develop such content so as to include non-formal methods to be child-friendly and in line with children's current needs, actively engaging children and adolescents as well as mental health professionals in the development of such content. In underprivileged areas, the incidence of mental health disease is higher and the burden of mental health disorders is increased by poor access to specialist services. That is why there is an urgent need to develop community-based mental health services for children covering both prevention and intervention. Dear friends, that's been all from Through the Looking Glass today. I leave you in the company of music. Listen to violinist Mihaela Martin with an exit from Ludwig van Beethoven's trio, Opus 97, alongside Franz Helmerson playing the cello and Plamena Mangova on the piano. I'm Elena Enake. Until next time, it's goodbye.
focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk. Maria Peter was born on January the 1st, 1925 in the Bistrița Saud County in central Romania. She personally met His Majesty King Mihai I of Romania when the latter came to inaugurate the Georgia Book Museum House close to her native village. Maria Peter was the first vocalist of the traditional Transylvanian music with over 300 recordings. In the following minutes, we invite you to stay tuned for Maria Peter with a song from her repertoire about the beauty of the Transylvanian city of Cluj. And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at ri.ro.